kind of suffer from that same idea, I think, of, of all businesses or once something becomes the standard. So if, you know, breast cancer, comb and research becomes the standard, we know that it works. We know what we're doing works, right? Yeah. When we invest in research, when we invest in education and activate people to make change, we get early detection and screening and options. They're speakers, authors, and real-life rock stars, bringing you life-changing thoughts that rock. Taking conversation all the way to 11. Most shows only go to 10. Well, it's one louder, isn't it? These go to 11. This is Thoughts That Rock. Now, here are your hosts, Jim Knight and Grant Menzoir. What's up, what's up, what's up? Hello, everybody. Hopefully, everybody's doing great. Uh, it's Thoughts That Rock. You mm-hmm. know what it is. We do three thoughts around a particular subject or interest to get you started on something, how to do something today. We've got something that we come across all the time, which is how to help a nonprofit. Yeah. Right? And and we're so thankful because we do that here on the show. Um, as uh, you will probably hear, we've yep. supported... Uh, Cannibal Kids Cancer from day one since we started the show four years ago, depending on when you're listening. Yep. And we're just so lucky because we have the executive director, Dana Nichols, on the show. Yeah. Uh, we, we've had some laughs with her in several different meetings and just talking about the future of the organization. But boy, we just we had a lot of fun. I love Dana because not only she, you know, she's been a nonprofit coming up on two decades, I think yep. 16, 17 years. Yep. Um, she's from central Florida. I say from here, but she's gone to some of the same higher education, you know, the university's UCF, if you're a local, um, and just really, really proud of the work that she continues to do. Um, and, and we feel good every time that we, we write these checks to CKC. So we couldn't have found a better person to talk about that exact topic. And I know there's some people that probably don't do a lot or don't do anything at all. And they're wondering, what nonprofit should I pick and how should I get involved and how much dollar is the right dollar amount? We're well, what if I can't give things. dollars at all? I mean, that's the, yeah. that was the other big thing we said is a lot of people just, they might not be in a financial situation to give, but they still want to help. And yeah. so what can you do? That's what this is about. We had just an amazing conversation so cool. with Dana. We know you're going to love it. Check this out. Rock on. There she is. Whoop, whoop. Hello. Dana Nichols is in the house. Yes. Good morning. We've been waiting. We've been waiting for this moment for at Your least like this. A minute and a half. <laughs> Isn't that what Kelly Clarkson saying? A moment like this? <laughs> you know, you were just humming a, a Broadway musical song Listen, and that you're not a musical behind guy. behind the scenes. It's yes. behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> yes. I'm not, it just it's stuck in my head, unfortunately, and there's nothing I can do about it. I think Which you're becoming a musical. It? It's a whole new world. It's a I whole can new. Show you <laughs> the world. I, I just, that's what it was. I'm not usually. I normally have no musicals stuck in my head ever, uh, but um, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yes. So. <laughs> Just exactly. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Let's talk about okay. your world. You know, we uh, this is great because uh, we had um, the founder of of Cannibal Kids Cancer on. I think her episode is uh, just went out like a week ago. So there's there's some time separated between you two, but. Yeah, we, we talked about something different with her, and I know in your role, especially as we mentioned in the intro, you're almost two decades now of working in nonprofit, and you're a local girl, which is great, too, all of your higher education. We're just, 
we're thrilled that you're on the show because I think anybody who's ever listened to Thoughts at Rock knows that we have from day one supported yep. CKC yep. Uh, for a variety of reasons. And we're just uh, we're honored that this is your first time on and talking about something like how do you actually help a nonprofit? And I think, you know, there's probably some people out there. They think just stroking a check is probably enough. And that's awesome. And we'll, and, you know, for sure. Yes, we'll please. Take that. <laughs> um, but there's some other things that, that you could do. And, and maybe even how do you pick the, the next one? So I don't want to put any words in your mouth. I mean, we're just sort of opening the door because I think there are some people yeah. that realize, boy, they could do something a little bit more than just making, uh, you know, making the scratch at, at whatever their job is. So. We're going to leave it open to you, Dana. This is so great for us. What is your first thought that rock on thoughts that rock on uh, how to help a nonprofit? Yeah, I love this topic. Um, you know, we've you guys are great supporters of what we do, so we've got to know each other. And you know, philosophically, I could talk on all this forever. This is my jam as favorite topics, but. I think first and foremost, be a champion for an organization and find ways to insert yourself into their mission. Um, so to your point, yes, we're always accepting money, happy to. Um, and at the same time, you can take a look at what you can do and lead with that. I think there's two pieces for that. One, a nonprofit usually runs with um, smaller amounts of staff. Um, everyone wants their money to go out the door to where it needs to. So when it comes to things like marketing help, legal help, accounting help, we always need it. Mm -hmm. um, so if that is your expertise coming in and, you know, showing your financial expertise is very, very helpful to us. Um, and at the same time, I think it's important because it helps you find the right fit. So a lot of times I see through the years people who are like, I just want to help. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. And that has this noble intention. And you can only run that out for so long because mm. then I'm like, okay, great. What I really need at this event with 500 children is for you to change the trash cans. And for someone, they're like, sure, got it. I'm on it. Let's go. And someone else is like, that's what you want me to do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah they'll do it, but then they're probably not coming back, right? right? And so if we lead with that first piece of like, what do I really want to do? What lights me up? And how can I be really helpful in a way that serves me or that already fits into things I do? I think you get a longer run of being able to support an organization and, and actually turning into a champion for the mm -hmm. organization. So Jim's backyard uh, exotic dancing classes um, is probably what he should lead with, is what you're saying mm -hmm. for some? I mean, not specifically for a children's org, but there is a fit for <laughs> right, that. Right. And I listen, somebody, listen the check's cash, right? Yes. That's what we're talking about here. It's, it's an just, audience for everybody. I love that. The, I think it's such a really important point, right? And it's that um, for as much as it's about whatever the organization is that you are trying to support, it's also about you and how you connect to that organization and using that, yeah. um, to engage because otherwise you're not sticking around for the long haul. Right. I mean, you'll, you'll do mm -hmm. it. It's like, we joke all the time. It's like watching someone's dog, right? You'll do it for a day, for a weekend, whatever, while they're away. But it's like, well, I'm done, done. You know what I mean? Don't ask me again. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so that's not the relationship that you want. So you want to sort of use their superpower, whatever that is, um, mm -hmm. to engage because they'll be more likely to continue uh, to do that over and over again. Yes. And if it is dogs and you actually could take someone's dog more than once, you should foster dogs. And if not, don't foster dogs, right? To right. that, using that example, yeah. because otherwise, 
that sounds miserable to me and yeah. that's okay yeah. because there's something else I can do. Totally. Yeah. And, and, you know, I know we're talking probably more about individuals. I, I think our audience is always looking the, this how to approach that we're doing the podcast now is really to give people solutions to fixing some obstacles or some issues or some things that they've been thinking yeah. about or, or dealing with. Yeah. Um, I used to teach a um, philanthropy that rocks class. So this is probably going back almost 10 years because there were a lot of companies that weren't doing anything. Now I sort of feel like organizations are doing yeah. something, but I used to make this pitch that if you're going to do something, which is exactly what you're saying here, be a champion for the organization, pick something that makes sense. When I was doing a lot yeah. of speaking for auto mechanics, you know, I'm saying don't, don't maybe pick something like MS or breast cancer awareness or, or food, you know, p people that are food challenged. I mean, pick something that would be maybe in the automotive world, like donating right. cards or whatever. For me, I grew up food and beverage. So I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. I probably want to do stuff that would be more where people are challenged getting food only because I, I was aware of more statistics that one in right. six kids were, were going to bed hungry. 40% of all food is wasted in the U.S. I'm going, that's my cause. And I think it's only because I spent more time with Brant that we thought, let's do more stuff with pediatric cancer. So, you know, from an organization standpoint, I think there's a group of people that can get together and figure out what that cause is for individuals. Yeah. You're making a great point. What really resonates with you, whether it's just something that's happened to you in your past or you just have a love for wanting to help out, pick out whatever that is, because if you try and, and, and squeeze something, if you try and put that square peg in a round hole just to do something, I think people are just going to be disheartened. They're just not going to be as passionate about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's checking a box, right? Like, don't check the box. Mm -hmm. Like, if that's, your, if that's what you're trying you to do. I thought you just said chick in a box. No. <laughs> checking. Like, what is sorry. that? It's my New England accent. Sorry. Uh, it's it's checking a box, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's we, we a lot of the conferences that we speak at, they have some sort of a philanthropy tie-in of some kind, and some of them are fantastic. Mm -hmm. Some of mm -hmm. them are checking a box, right? It's like, oh, well, we should do this. Let's just, and, and you can tell their heart's not in it. They don't really care. They just want to sort of say the fact that they actually did it. Um, but um, at the end of the day, I think it still comes down to where, where your connection is. And I think that's, you know, why we pivoted obviously to CKC. One of the things that we love, um, you know, one of the things that we've noticed for years and, and some of the other nonprofits that we have worked with, is that um, it's often, it doesn't go beyond the t-shirt, right? So someone has a great idea, right. they create a t-shirt, they sell a bunch of t-shirts, they donate a little bit of money, and then now what, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, or the other side, you know, something like Susan B. Komen, which has really probably, and this is going to sound awful, but more money than it should have, mm -hmm. um, when that money could be put to such incredible use in other areas, but because yeah. of their marketing prowess and unfortunately the prevalence of breast cancer still, um, um, which, which, you know, is, is obviously I know near and dear to your heart as well, but it's, mm -hmm. it's one of those things that um, sometimes the bigger organizations get such a huge piece of the pie 
that yeah. it makes it really hard um, because those larger donors who are making those big giant donations um, sort of are wrapped up in the St. Jude's of the world and, you know, the Susan B. Comans and the American, you know, uh, Cancer Society and all, all mm-hmm. of these sort of larger organizations. What we loved about CKC is that, I mean, you're really trying to find solutions for right. kids who've been told there aren't any. You've run right. out of them, right? And so you're funding innovative research that puts kids into trials. Mm-hmm. And and what we hope is, is at bare minimum extends their life as long as possible. And at best, it cures them. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And and as we know, it's a, it's a mountain. Um, but I mean, I, I, we just were so impressed with the work that, that CKC does, with the work that you're doing um, since you've come on board now. Uh, and um, we're just incredibly thankful to have you. Thank you. I'm, I mean, not so much of what drew me to be here is being a disruptor, being real change um, where, where it's needed most. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that nonprofits tend to suffer from that same idea, I think, of, of all businesses or once something becomes the standard. So if, you know, breast cancer, Komen research becomes the standard, we know that it works. We know what we're doing works, right? Yeah. When we invest in research, when we invest in education and activate people to make change, we get early detection and screening and options. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you move the train a little bit once you get to a certain point? And so that's where we come out and be really loud and proud about what still needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And you have a hard conversation. No one's ever going to disagree with our mission. Right. We need to be here. Everyone is sold when you explain what's happening. But there are a billion good causes. Yeah. There are a billion things that you can do. And, and you should. We need to move those all forward. Mm-hmm. But what we're able to do is dial in so deeply to this one piece. And I think it really um, shows how much change you can make when you get really granular and really niche about what your mission is. I think you almost have to do it. You guys both know the stats better than I do, but if I remember correctly, it might be better now, but I think it was only like 4% of federal dollars in the research actually went to pediatric cancer because I, 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 you know, again, I'm learning more from you guys over the years, but I, I understand, you know, all these, these cures or at least the things that people think will really help adult cancers aren't exactly the same things that would fit for pediatric cancer. And you would think they would have, we would have figured all that out by now, but boy, research is the key as, as, as part of CKC's tagline, you know, there needs to be more dollars, more focus. But again, I think you said it best, at least you've taken a very niche, a very use the word granular approach. And that's awesome. I mean, you can actually point to specific human lives that you've affected, not just You know, we're going to throw dollars and spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Um, re- real quick, I, you, you just said something, Brandon, that I was thinking. Does, does Cannibal Kids Cancer do anything in the corporate space? Do you do corporate events or functions? What, it, I don't even know what that would look like from a CKC yeah. perspective at a conference because, boy, I might be able to, to talk to clients a little bit more about bringing you guys in to do some things. What, what would that look like? 
Yeah, we have a couple opportunities there. You know, we have events throughout the year. So a lot of times people kind of dial in the idea of corporate sponsorship as that only place. But to your point of conferences specifically or convention and spaces where you're bringing big groups together, sometimes people have a golf outing because they want their groups to have networking, et cetera. But those funds can divert to a mission. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes people do a raffle or a 50-50 or they're giving prizes away. And we've actually been brought into different... Um, um, conventions or associations that are bringing their groups together, we run the raffle or 50-50 um, and then sell a bunch of that and, and make money for CKC. And of course, look, no good fundraiser is going to walk away without going, don't you want to turn that last half back over to us? And, and uh, sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. But either way, we walk out with a lot of brand awareness of what we're doing yeah. and some fun, fun way to raise money. So we love that. Um, and we are always looking for more opportunities to do that. Mm, that's awesome. Um, I think that's a good way to do it. And then if people are doing any kind of an auction or their own, you know, fundraising opportunities just for the fun of it, um, and it's covered its costs, all that money can come back to a mission like CKC. And we're really honored when we get to participate. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right. What's your second thought that rocks? Well, in the first thought, we're talking about like, where are you inserting yourself because you can be helpful. But I think even taking one step back after you know what you can do, I think you need to take a look at what do you really value? What are your core values um, that align with a mission so that you get in that place and start to want to dig deep and long term be in it with that organization? And then it almost doesn't matter what someone asks you because you're going to be on board to help because you're kind of turning from this transactional, I want to do something good and feel good to be I would say like this, you know, a crazy devout advocate of the cause. And I think that's what even like, you know, why wouldn't I prop you two up as, as these examples? But that's what you do, right? You found all these ways. And even now you're like, oh, wait, we do go to speaking and we're at conventions. What if we were there? What are we doing? And, and because you believe in what we do so much, you're always looking for avenues um, for how it can be inserted in your life. But you have to take two steps back and go, okay, wait, then what is important to me? What are my values? And, and what's the mission that aligns with that so that I know I'm all in once I start participating? Yeah. We, we've had a lot of fun spending some time with you and actually writing the big checks that we can have, you know, maybe yeah. perhaps in social media. But one thing that I just have learned over the years, I don't care how tough times get, you know, for us, COVID, when there's no events, uh, we had yeah. no income for two, two and a half years. I mean, yeah. thank God that we have a couple other businesses that make some money. But, you know, and I guess maybe this is a little bit more of a faith-based approach. I just said, no matter what happens, I will always write a percentage to a nonprofit, something that will do, you know, somebody who's a little bit less fortunate, a bigger cause. We have just decided that it would be C CKC. And I know that we take a percentage from our speaking, from our book sales. Um, you know, there's no revenue generated here other than we talk about it. There's media impressions, but it really is. I mean, I don't say that because you're sitting here. I've said it before. It is our favorite check to write on a quarterly basis, just knowing that, you know, maybe that dollar amount funded some type of program that's going to help, whether it's multiple kids or one kid. Man, that uh, that that's awesome. And I never worry or think about that money at all. I go, 
that was all by design in my mind. That's going somewhere anyway. I was going to do it somewhere. It may as well be to a cause that doesn't get as much love from from other organizations. So I just for us, it's really fun to put a spotlight on on the work that you're doing. We appreciate it. And also, like, it feels good to do good. We know that. We know being of service, whether that comes from your faith or wherever you pick that up along the way. If not, it feels good. Yeah. So make it somewhere where you really value, and then it just exponentially grows, I think. Yeah. And then even here in the U.S., I mean, you start to see that some of the U.S. presidents, our leadership is starting to focus on a little bit more. You know, you hear the last, you know, Maybe not the last president, but the couple presidents before that are saying, you know, let's do more service because mm-hmm. of that exact reason. But even our current president is saying, let's see if we can't put a little bit more dollars and a little bit more research behind pediatric cancer. So you got to believe that it's starting to get a little bit more focus. And again, all those charities that, that we were talking about, they're all important. Um, even mm-hmm. when I was doing work over in Africa about eight, nine years ago. There were nonprofits everywhere. And yeah. unless you were really doing something, you know, scrupulous and under the table, but for the most part, they all had a great, you know, heart. They had a great love for being over there and helping people again that were less fortunate. And mm-hmm. I go, yeah, 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 yeah. Do do all of that. But now yeah. I come back to my, my world and here I am a little bit more fortunate in this country, especially in central Florida and go, there's some real needs here. And uh, yeah. again, it's just fantastic with the, with the work that you've done. I think it's I think it's awesome. I mean, the values piece, obviously, that's my jam, as you know. Um, but uh, you know, I think that the interesting part is is as you said, it, you know, when you do good, it feels good, mm-hmm. and and that's only true when it aligns with your values. <laughs> um, yeah. Because otherwise, you don't recognize it. I mean, you might think it's good, but it doesn't feel good because it doesn't mean anything to you. Um, and so when you when you have those values aligned. You know, for us, um, it allows us to to reach out beyond even our own networks. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when we're at a conference, it's 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 a, it blows me away how many organizations that I've spoken for have made a donation to CKC without me knowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool, right? Yeah. I mean, I just I and but that's because. It aligns with my values. They know I'm very vocal about it. They, they, you know, I make no bones. And so it's, it's, it's obviously there. But what it also allows us to do is, you know, in, in the speaking business, um, price and, and fee integrity is something that gets talked about a lot um, among yeah. uh, speakers, right? Because if, if you have your fee, which is X and, and someone only has, you know, Y or whatever that is, and it, and it doesn't match up, we say no a lot. Um mm-hmm. But uh, if they they only have why, and for us, they're willing to divert that why to mm-hmm. you, <laughs> um, then it allows us sometimes to say yes to things that we normally couldn't say yes to um, because we're not getting the money. We are diverting that money towards you, and if, if especially if it's local or if it's a place that's convenient with where we're already doing things, and it's like, mm-hmm. gosh, this is so simple. Let's just say yes to this and divert that money to you, knowing that you know, talk, it, it costs about $5,000 as, as we say at CKC to create an option for a kid. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we know that even, even as, as I mean, on the corporate side, $5,000 is not a huge donation. It's, it's, it's great, but it's not, you know, those yeah. seven figure donations that we would love. Um, but, um, on that side, we know that just saying yes 
means that one more child gets an opportunity, mm-hmm. right? And so how, how do you say no to that? And so that to us is when it aligns with your values, it allows us, bless you, it allows us to say yes to things that sometimes um, we might not necessarily be able to and still find that silver lining um, and do something good uh, when when normally we wouldn't be able to say say yes to something like that. Yeah. So it's great. Yeah. What is your third? Yeah. What is your third thought that rocks? Well, first, at some point, we have to talk money, right? So <laughs> we are operating because we're raising money. We're getting money out the door to researchers who need it. Um, so we are an easy example of, um, I think, I believe so much in what we do in our practices and our standards. When it is monetary, let us lead. Remove your purse strings. Trust that the organization you're giving to knows best how to use your dollars. And really, if you don't, don't give your money there, right? Do a little bit of research, the real kind of research, not just the social media, someone shared this kind of, you know, thing like that. But you can go online on anyone's website and you can look at where their money is going. Um, All these records are public. Look at that. And once you know that, Make your donation and release the purse strings. Mm-hmm. Get out of the way of, of what they're able to do because, and, and this isn't just for us, this is every nonprofit, right? But when I work somewhere in fundraising and everyone else is a mental health therapist or a social worker, it's, mm-hmm. it's not for me to tell them how to yeah. best help these children, right? Yeah. It is for them. Right. And so I need to get the money to them and that trickles out. So sometimes that can be really difficult because you know, there's a power dynamic with money as there is for, you know, any transaction. And um, it's hard to say no at times when someone says, well, yeah, I want to give and and this is my idea. And and sometimes those align in a real way and sometimes they don't. And um, I think that the best we can do is know that anyone who's running these organizations that are thriving, that are successful, that are bringing results in knows what they're doing. And the best you can do is give your money and be so proud that you're part of what they're doing. Welcome change agents to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission, that through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts. Yeah. Yep. I, and I think because you're you're a very thin organization. I mean, there's not a lot of people that physically work for Cannonball Kids Cancer. I think that the, your board is probably bigger than the actual number of employees, right? Our board is more than triple. Yes. <laughs> yes. You sit on the board, right? Don't you? No. I think you've been invited a couple times. I have worked with the board. I have trained the board, but I am not on the board. Ah, gotcha. Yes. Uh, I am not on the board. Yes, Dana. Should we recruit later? Or that's a different episode? (laughs) Totally different episode. We'll talk to him after. That's right. But my point was you've got a small group, and you were Mm -hmm. making a, a point earlier if there is some sort of an activity, something local where maybe you, if somebody wants to show up and they could donate their time is one thing, but 
really this is about putting it in the hands of experts. I mean, you're, you're, these dollars are going to doctors that you would not normally be able to get a hold of that you've done the research to say, this is the person who's an expert in this state or this country or whatever. And I've got to convince them to be able to work on this specific program. Um, it's, it's more dollars than anything else. So I think when you're, you're making this point, just let the organization lead, just know the best thing you could do is just, you know, go online and, and, you know, hit, hit that donate button and, and put the dollars and let you guys run with it. Um, it, it's money more than anything else. I mean, yeah, we have to talk about that because I think a lot of people would say, Oh, we're going to have this event, that event, like you said, a golf tournament, maybe, but really you don't need a lot of the volunteerism. You just need dollars in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, everything goes hand in hand for sure. And what I think is really important is see how they come to their decisions. I, it's great to be an organization who gives out money, right? We are still fundraising all day, every yeah. day, but to get to give money out the door is the best joy of my life. Absolutely. But we have a scientific advisory board. This is a different than our board of directors. This is different than our staff. These are the scientists and researchers, often the literal brain surgeons, who can tell us if the science is vetted. So we know that we're giving to the right places because they've vetted it, and we have a board that's looking that our operating dollars can afford it. So our full-time staff, three people, and a couple part-time and a couple contracts. And that's what I think most people want to hear, right? That that mm-hmm. more of your money is going out than a big staff. And at the same time, just take a few you know, peeks into how a process works. For us, we're so proud of our process because it brings everything together. And also, in that sense, I'm a, I'm a pretty excited gal. And if you tell me that's how you're curing cancer, it sounds good to me. So yeah. really... I think that checks and balances is important for that piece. Um, But so much of that, you know, in any system of how any nonprofit is working, something, some process has been put in place because someone said, this isn't working. This isn't the way it needs to go. We need something better. Mm -hmm. And we have to trust that those people um, really are the experts in their scenario for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't agree more. You know, I think that one of the, well, a couple of factors first is that, for a lot of people, especially um, you know the average donor, because I think the average donor is is your everyday person who might give twenty dollars or they might give mm-hmm. what, you know whatever they can, and and they think that I think a lot of times people feel like that's not going to make a difference, mm-hmm. right? It's it's only twenty dollars, it's whatever whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, I think the beauty of what you're saying is that $20 can actually go a long way when you know how to use it. Right. Um, and, and that is the expertise factor. You know, one of the most amazing things, uh, and stories that I tell people all the time about CKC is, you know, I think when people think, especially about research, first of all, research is not cheap. Right. And so, um, and it's normally, um, a very involved process, but there are so many brilliant doctors with brilliant ideas Mm -hmm. with zero funding and they can't get the funding and they don't know how to get the word out because they're doctors, they're not marketers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, you know, the ability to have a, um, both a, a scientific, uh, advisory board, but also um, enough connections within the industry to know where to look, right? And mm-hmm. and and more importantly, where to listen as to the research that's happening. You know, several years ago, Jim, you know, you know this as well. Um, 
you know, the Zika virus was, was all the rage and, and people were incredibly concerned and, and, um, you know, especially pregnant women and the, the potential damage. Um, and a, a local doctor, uh, in Orlando, uh, sort of had this watching the news had this incredible thought of what would it look like to let the Zika virus go onto a bunch of cancer cells mm-hmm. and, you know, a $25,000 grant given by CKC led to, I mean, honestly, some of the most breakthrough research in, in, you know, cancerous tumors, um, that has happened in the last 50 years. I mean, it's, it's really unbelievable that something as small as a $25,000 donation, um, I believe led to about a $700,000 grant from Mm -hmm. the, from the, government um, because the research was so promising and because they were seeing such incredible results. Um, that is what happens when you say yes and allow the experts to do their job yeah. <laughs> instead of worrying about maybe, you know, what, where, where's my $20 going to, um, you got to trust that organization. And that's, that to me is just one of the greatest things about giving that up and, and letting that go yeah. to the, to the professionals. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when we earlier touched on, okay, 4% of government funding goes to pediatric cancer research. Well, what's, again, taking a couple steps back is, but you need money to start your research. You need money to apply to say I have this research and that this could do something. And if I don't have money to start that, I can't get the money even of that 4%. One of our um, researchers that we funded, their clinical trial at the end of 2021, um, you know, was talking about this, about, okay, so where does Cannonball come in in this? So we funded their clinical trial at $200,000. And so you can take that both ways. $200,000 sounds insane. When I give $20, I'm like, well, I can't give $200,000. And at the same time, $200,000 is nowhere near a clinical trial amount that we need to actually fund that kind of research. Um, But you can't apply to the NIH until you have funding and proof of concept. You can't have that without some money. So Cannonball steps in and makes that gift. And then within five months, um, that researcher had full funding from the NIH for $1 million. So your $20, you give in, it becomes part of a $200,000 grant that becomes $4 million. I can't think of a better return of yeah. investment than that. That's, that's the dream in every scenario we lead. Um, and whether that's leading to a breakthrough or a thing we cross off the list and go, that's not how we're going to cure it. We go to the next thing. Yeah. All of those are vitally important to solving this problem mm-hmm. and, and is how we're going to get there. So I believe so much in what we do, and I believe in how we've pieced and parceled it out. Like you're saying that these SAB can do this, our operating board can do this, and here's what our staff can do. And with all the right people in place, um, when you give your dollar, it really it goes from that $20 turning into $4 million. That's the best story I could tell every day for, mm, for the rest 100%. of my career. We, we were talking about events earlier. Uh, you guys do your own internal event. Um, talk to us about the uh, Gold Gala which yeah. uh, I, I think we might be moving from just one a year to maybe splitting that up and do a multiple. But what what is the Gold Gala, which I've been fortunate enough to go to the last two. I think you went to the first two yep. as well. We, we sort of have mm-hmm. that marked on our calendar every year. Yeah, we'll be at the end of April. Um, I mean, I think in a corporate perspective, a gala is pretty standard. We got a whole gala season, we call it, and we're making sure we're not stepping on anyone's toes with our date. 
Um, but we'll be April 29th in Winter Park at the Alphandin, which it's going to be a really beautiful evening. Mm-hmm. We find ourselves always looking to marry the idea of we want a beautiful, upscale, fun event for people who are participating. We also want you to walk away understanding our mission and what we're doing. And there are um, very tailored ways that we're able to bring that together without, um, you know, I think being too much of a downer, but at the same time, not letting a room full of people walk away not understanding truly what our mission is. Um, And then as we move nationally, we are also looking at, well, what's an event that can go city to city? Um, So we've, and and we've talked about this at length about our ripple effect luncheon, and and you've helped us find incredible speakers to bring on board for that. And, and really having then later in the year, an opportunity to bring people together again, um, dive deeper into our mission in a different way and see where that can go um, from place to place. Um, I think that's one of the challenges of, of fundraising nationally is you have your local organizations, you have state organizations, again, all with intense, incredible purpose. Um, and how do you go from market to market if you um, are bringing in something a, a little more niche, but that fundraising in some ways is going to be the same place to place. Yeah. Amazing. So it might be that somebody right now is, I don't know, driving to work maybe they're exercising on a bowflex or maybe they're on an airplane coming back from tucson i don't think it really matters i think when you finish listening to the podcast we've been talking about ckc what what is the website where would you like for us to send people so that they could actually throw some dollars your way we'd love everybody go to cannonballkidscancer.org lots of information there about what we do our impact and how you can donate Um, and then also if you want to reach out and get, you know, into conversation with me, I'd love that. And you can just do info at cannibalkidscancer.org and that'll make its way to me. And we would be so happy to chat with anyone. Um, as you can tell, crazy passionate on this side, crazy passionate on your side too. And, and I feel like that's what happens when you really dig in with what we're doing. Um, and so anyone who wants to reach out and, and talk more about it, we are so open to doing that. That's awesome. We, we we love you. We've had so much fun. We've had some belly laughs at, uh, at lunch <laughs> yes. a couple times. So we look forward to just spending time with, with you and the staff. We need to come visit over at the, yeah. the new offices, wherever that is. You guys tend to rotate every once in a while. Bigger spaces. The life of a nonprofit, rotating offices. <laughs> yes, that's how it works. <laughs> well, this is great. Uh, and again, just so thankful for you to just spend a little bit of time. I hope there are people listening right now. If they're not doing something this is, you know, I don't want to just say as good a cause as any. It's a cause that actually needs support. It needs help. And I hope it's, uh, you know, it's at least pricked their heart a little bit enough to say this, this is an easy thing. And maybe this 20 bucks, I'm going to go do that right now. And uh, we're just, we're we so want thankful. you 20 bucks, but let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I want someone to write a big, fat, hurts, embarrassingly much check to CKC to fund an incredible, incredible another research project. So, um, yeah, we want your 20. Don't don't get me wrong. But if we could add <laughs> yeah. maybe six zeros to that, well, we'd be even happier. So, you know, let's ask for it because you never know. You don't know until you get yeah. it, right? That's you right. Ask. In the universe. That's it. Yeah. I'm asking for the big, the big stuff, the ones that hurt. That's yes. what we want. Hey, yeah. we, we have some affluent people here in Central Florida. So Damn that, right. Yeah. Open up the purse, go. people. Step up, pal. That's it. <laughs> we know who you are. We know where you live. Alworth. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we'll find we you. We don't want to call you out, but okay. We will sit outside of those gates and, and loiter your cars yes. right when you leave. That's it. So thanks, Dana. We look forward to seeing you uh, soon and uh, yes. maybe before the Gold Gala. That's it. 
Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Rock on. Hey, rock stars. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah, and listen, we know how busy you are. And grabbing those little nuggets of wisdom that can amp up your life are super hard to come by. So we hope this episode helped you enough for you to maybe subscribe and consider leaving us a rating and a review so that we can continue to grow the show. Thus That Rock is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and also supports Cannonball Kids Cancer and their fight for finding and funding treatment options for kids who have run out of options. They're amazing. Their work is incredible. To learn more, please go to cannonballkidscancer.org. Finally, if you're interested in having Brant or Jim or both of us speak at your event, whether as a virtual webinar or an in-person conference keynote or mastermind, contact us directly at thoughtsatrock.com. Until next time, rock Rock on. on! Ever heard of Stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of Stoicism with a lowercase s and not Stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is Stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it.